0: Welcome, welcome. You are now listening to episode three of Get Out of Your Own Way podcast, and I'm your host. I've got some more feedback from my prior episodes, some mixed feedback. One came from a, uh, an old friend of mine who uh, felt disappointed with the content of episode one and felt that it actually painted women into a corner of sorts that if they don't wear something that covers their entire body, um, that they shouldn't have to do that. Women as a whole shouldn't have to do that, that they should be able to wear things that make them feel comfortable, that make them feel, um, good, that make them feel beautiful. And I totally get that. I totally understand that. Um, my whole direction of that particular episode was to address women who go on social media and they talk about it on any or any public forum and talk about how they're so tired of getting these unwanted stares and looks and being approached by men, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then when you go and you look at this these particular women, and the photos and videos that they're posting of themselves wearing certain, you know, like a, um, a low cut shirts and dresses that go beyond mid thigh. And you know, it's right up under their butt and stuff like that. Well, it's like, duh, go figure why you're gonna get this unwanted attention when you're wearing stuff like that. You know, so that's, I mean, and me as as a male, who's 37 years old, when I I just kind of roll my eyes when I see women dressing like that, you know, because if you're an attractive woman, naturally you don't have to go over the top with showing a whole bunch of thigh and booty and your chest, you you don't have to do all the extra. You you just don't have to do that Um, because as I said before, Um, And and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and kind of pause there for a moment because I find it so interesting because um, I got another comment from a certain woman who said, and I quote, we as ladies can definitely be more classy out in public, end quote. And yes, it's not every single woman, but yeah, Definitely. Definitely, there's some young ladies who can uh, take a second look in the mirror before walking out, and I can't re- reiterate enough: if you don't mind, if you don't mind the stares and the looks, that's one thing. But here's the thing: don't complain about it. If if you're wearing something that's that's that that, that isn't professional that wouldn't be okay to wear at your job, to have your supervisor pull you to the side and be like, hey, that's that's not acceptable. That's a bit inappropriate. You don't need to wear that again. You know, like if you if you find yourself wearing something like that, then you cannot complain or say, or, or go on social media and talk about how you're sick and tired of being looked at like this and looked at like that and what, what have you. So that's all I was coming from. Um, to get another um, some Another thing that was said And this one actually came from a guy Quote Us guys have it more difficult In public than girls When it comes to the mental aspect Of being out in public And I, I can't completely disagree with that Which I discussed in my episode 2 Covering men Um yeah, there's there's we, sometimes as us men are out in public, there's that wandering. We, we have a tendency to have a wandering eye sometimes, whether if you are with somebody, you're not with somebody, um, you're married, you are single, whatever the case may be. Uh, it's not that girls and women don't uh, look themselves, but more often than, than not, they're they they're they're more discreet when they're checking a, a guy or a man out it's not as obvious as with men and I can say that on part of my own gender um, that we have a tendency to be way more obvious than with, with than with women. Women are much much more subtle with um, looking at a guy or a man and for me because I've been around long enough um, I can tell when a woman is low. Now one thing's for sure is there's going to be people for whatever reason. It it doesn't matter what you do, who you work for, uh, anything that you do in life, even if it's something positive, there's always gonna be somebody who wants to be hush-hush or a naysayer, or no matter what you do, you can't please everybody. Somebody's always gonna find something to complain about or how you came across what you said, how you said it. Uh, So that's just the way it is. That's just life in general, no matter what it is, whether it's a podcast, whether it's business, you cannot please everybody. And I understand that all too well. And you've been living long enough. You also understand that it's just a part of society. You can't please 100% of everybody. No matter what it is that you are offering, no matter what it is that you are putting out there uh, to be discussed, there's going to be people who disagree with you. There's going to be people who agree with you. And uh, that's why I take all this feedback in stride, whether it's negative, whether it's positive, whether it's um, people who are forming their own opinion, um, whatever whatever as a whole it, it just doesn't bother me none you know I, I take it all in you know like like I said I appreciate any feedback that comes in and whether it's stuff I uh that that is the same people that feel the same of what I what I've had to say in each episode or people that feel different you know whatever whatever it may be I don't mind it either way I don't get upset about it I, if somebody is is giving me negative feedback Again, I just take this drive. stride. So if anybody has any negative thing to say, please, please go ahead and, and, and make your uh, your own feelings known, your own, throw your own opinion out there. And I will definitely respond. I'll definitely respond in kind and not in a an ill uh, tempered sort of way. You know, like it, it just doesn't bother me. none. You know, so with that said, there is. For whatever reason a feeling of wanting to be quiet about said subjects where people want to be hush hush about said subjects in the world where they don't want like we know as people certain things exist but nobody wants to talk about it everybody just wants to be kind of quiet about it and just kind of sweep it under the rug a little bit uh, and, and 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 just don't really don't really bring it up in, in a discussion because uh, that's taboo we can't talk about that you know like like stop it stop it guys <laughs> people feel that way some people in society feel like, like we're adults raw grown it's like it's almost like a game that's being played of yeah let's see how long we can keep this going without saying this or saying that you know and uh, quite frankly, I think that's kind of pathetic, you know, when there's things that we can address as people and come together and be better about, and at the end of the day, nobody's perfect. We've all made mistakes. We've all done things that we've looked back on and been like, yeah, that was silly. That was stupid. I don't know what I was thinking, what I was doing. We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all done things that we're not proud of. We've all done things that we shouldn't have done, but it's just a part of life. In general, it's all a part of life. So that's I just kind of roll my eyes when people act as if there's certain things that shouldn't be talked about or discussed. You know, and, and with that said, episode three of this podcast revolves around none other than sex, sex. Now, right off the top, there is probably no greater physical, fleshly feeling in the world than the act of sexual intercourse. Now, that all really depends, of course, on who you're with, who your mate is, because you can have a terrible sexual experience with somebody. But at the same time, you you look at something as sexual intercourse, so, so very powerful. It's so very potent. As, As great of a feeling as it is that ultimately has the power to destroy people, to destroy families. And us as people, We tend to gravitate towards fleshly desires and want to indulge despite any dire circumstance. Somebody who is already in a relationship, somebody who has a husband, somebody who has a wife. At the end of the day, most people don't care. They don't care. They don't respect that. I mean, I don't care if it's... I've seen every single situation, whether if somebody is so-called happily married, if somebody is separated from their significant other, if somebody is in a bad relationship and that man or woman tries to, who's the third party, mind you, comes in and tries to uh, pick that person up, make them feel better, um, try to take them out of that situation. And so they try to link up physically and go to that place. And more often than not, that doesn't fix things, quite frankly. It just makes things more complicated. It makes things more confusing. Um, There's been many, many, many of people who have wound up dead because they're in some sort of love triangle. Many people and I dare anybody, I dare anybody to say that that isn't an actual fact. I mean, how many times have you seen on these uh, reality shows and on the news that people who were trapped in a a lover's quarrel, if you will, and wind up dead? I I mean, so as I immediately put over sex as just being probably the greatest feeling from a physical standpoint in the world, it is that, it's also probably the most dangerous at the same time, depending on who you're with and who you are intertwining with, you know, when it comes to having sexual intercourse with somebody. And for me personally, being the godly man that I am, And coming out of a relationship, a long relationship, where I actually practiced abstinence, because I truly believe that when you're married and you're actually made the highest commitment to a man or to a woman that you are with, there's no, that is like the ecstasy. It's like you've reached that ecstasy of intimacy, if that makes sense, to lack of a better term, um, and that's something because I've never been married yet that I have yet to experience. But I can sense it in my spirit and in my and in my heart that when God shows me my wife to be, that I will hit that that mark that that peak, if you will, because that's where I strive to be at. And it's 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 ultimately it's it's a very scary thing. It's a very scary thing to think about when you're in a position and it's just such a world. It's a, it's a perverse world that we live in. As I, as I said earlier, people just don't care. They don't care if you have a wife or if you have a husband, if you've been in a relationship for five years, ten years, if you have children. People don't care. People do not care. They, they, that, that's men and women. Like We have our own agenda. We have a tendency to look out for ourselves and to, to get ahead any way that we can or to get that person that we have our eye on Even even though they're already taken, even though they're going through issues, even though they're trying to make things right for themselves. But we men as men and women, we will do whatever it takes. That's that's us. That's us as a whole. No, we like I said earlier, we've all done stuff that we aren't proud of. And all of us have a little bit of darkness in us. All of us do. You know and that, that doesn't mean that we're bad people per se that doesn't mean that we're criminals that doesn't mean that we're felons that doesn't mean that we are uh, dastardly people but there is something in us that rises up in our flesh that makes us want to do something that is unethical for lack of better terms Because actually sleeping with another man's wife or somebody's girlfriend, you you haven't really broken a law per se. You know, that's why I say it's really unethical. It's not illegal to actually have sex with another person's significant other. Might not be the smartest thing in the world. And quite frankly, it's not the smartest thing in the world to do something like that. Because something such as that God made for a man and, and his wife, a wife and a husband has been bastardized on this side, you know, and I put my hand up in the air. So it's like, like, I'm not afraid to say I've made mistakes and that I have, um, have been sexually involved with women who aren't my, who aren't my wife. As I said, I've never been married, you know, but I strive to get better and make myself better and get closer to God on a day to day basis and stay focused on him. And for me personally, it is it's gotten more easier than it has difficult. Because if you have something that you have your mind on and you see it like tunnel vision and, and, and in a way, you know, I like to use the term. My peripherals, it's like you kind of see these distractions in your peripherals, but with your direct eyesight and vision, if you keep your head straight and looking forward, it makes things easier, you know, so. I look forward to that day, though, where I can say that I've shared intimate intimacy with my wife because I've never had that feeling. So, and I know it's on another level, another level of closeness. And as I said, intimacy, when you are actually reached the peak of. So, as I said, you know, I look forward to that day, Lord willing, that I have my own wife and that I can share those intimate moments with her. And with that said, when it comes to any kind of sexual relations with people, I challenge everybody um, to really ask yourself if it's if it's worth it. Especially if it's a situation where there's somebody else involved, if somebody is mentally or emotionally um, not over another person. Um, more often than not, there's going to be some kind of regret on somebody's side. If that's not your wife or your husband that you are laying down with, then there's going to be more than likely some regret on, on, on one or both parties. As I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I've been practicing abstinence um, until I get married, you know, and that, that might not work for everybody else. I get that. But just speaking from my own experience, and um, coming out of my last relationship, where ultimately that 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 turned out to be an issue after a while, and I can't say enough. It doesn't mean that there's not temptation that I'm not a that I'm this perfect guy suddenly, and that I don't have these urges and feelings of wanting to indulge. But I'm looking at the the, the bigger picture. I'm looking at what the the, the true center of my focus is and that where I really want to be what I want to experience for the first time because I've never had that and, and, and again I bring up marriage um, and, and having a wife to share life with and share intimate moments with you know that's where I strive to be that's what I continually pray about and that's why I've been practicing abstinence to get at a higher relationship with my Lord and Savior, because as I continue to get older, and I'm striving to be blessed to have a beautiful wife that I've never had before, um, and I I just look forward to that. I look forward to that. So, um, with that said, everybody has to go their 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 own ways. Everybody has to. Whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to do, my whole thing is is to um, is to encourage people to don't do something that's foolish, and you know, you feel it in your spirit and in your head that what you're getting ready to do, um, first and foremost, is only going to last for a few moments, if that, you know, and and is it really worth it, you know, because at the end of the day. Sex as a whole is just so dangerous. It's very dangerous, and not just because of unwanted pregnancies, STDs, but who that person is that you're laying down with, who are they involved with, what are they going through mentally, what are they going through emotionally, what's going, what what's the aftermath going to be like? You know, like it, there's just so many different variables and things to be of uh, concerned about when it has to do with that. That's why, again, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? And that's what everybody has to ask themselves if you aren't married and you're getting ready to partake in something casual or fling. And I challenge each and every person to ask themselves that question. When you find yourself in that situation where you're being tempted and an opportunity presents itself to lay down with somebody that you barely know or somebody that you work with or somebody that you went to school with, um, a person that is in a relationship that's gone sour, is a person who is just coming out of a marriage or a person who's still married. Is it really worth it to go there or should you possibly give that person space, let them do their own thing and not get involved in that situation? that could turn out to be a fatal situation. So that wraps up this particular episode. I bring you guys episode four in another heavy, heavy uh, topic that people wanna hush-hush about. They don't wanna talk about because of what it is and what it represents. And I talked about the dangers of sex in this particular episode So in episode four, I bring pornography to the forefront and I will bring that to you guys next week.